Hey, everybody, and thanks for joining us at the Hospitality Hangout, a new hospitality-focused podcast featuring our favorite restaurant rabbi and myself, the finance guy. I'm Jimmy Frischling, and let's get into it. Let me introduce my partner, Michael Schatzberg. Hello, everybody. I am Michael Schatzberg, also known as the restaurant rabbi, and you can call me Schatzi. Together, we are the personalities behind the Branded Group, Branded Strategic Hospitality, Branded Hospitality Ventures. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation, and capital. Jimmy, back to you. Thank you. In this episode, which is going to be part one of a four-part series, where we're focusing on the coming together as an industry as we navigate uh, a new means of operating restaurants during the COVID-19 crisis. While on-premise dining has been temporarily paused, delivery and takeout are the saving grace and really two of the only sources of of income or, or revenues for restaurants. Hospitality owners need to have delivery offerings that include best practices during this time and that can be adopted and implemented fast and efficiently. We're going to be introducing you to a few companies that are offering solutions that can get restaurants quickly up and running with a successful and best practice delivery program. Thanks, Jimmy. And uh, let's get right into it. Our first guest today at the Hospitality Hangout, we are very, very lucky and fortunate to have a good friend of Branded, good friend of Jimmy and I, Alex Blum. Alex is the CEO of a company called Relay uh, that is doing uh, last mile delivery here in New York City. I have worked with Alex for several years when he just started the company doing delivery at one of our restaurants uh, where Alex was uh, working. Uh, Alex, it's great to have you here. Can you give us a little bit of background on Relay? Yeah, of course. And uh, Shatsy and Jimmy, thanks for for having me here today. Um, Relay, in so many words, is a B2B back-end delivery service for restaurants. Um, And so the customer orders either through a restaurant's website or might pick up the phone and, and call the restaurant directly and um, also can order from a third party like a Seamless or Grubhub um, or Delivery.com or uh, Chow Now. And we will automatically dispatch the nearest courier to pick up and deliver that food. That sounds pretty super easy and cool. Thank you, Alex. You know, we normally like to kick these things off by discussing, you know, the challenges, the problems, the headwinds, and as well as the opportunities facing the hospitality industry. Uh, but it's clear at this point that the biggest headache and the biggest issue we are all facing as an industry really is focused on the coronavirus. Um, restaurants are closed uh, for in-store business. And really, the only levers uh, for revenues uh, are, are delivery and takeout. So as far as solutions that Relay uh, can provide, it's clear that your company is in a unique position to provide delivery solutions, uh, certainly for your existing uh, restaurant partners, but also for new potential restaurant partners. So other than the obvious, what's the biggest solution that Relay is looking to deliver, pun intended, uh, during the COVID-19 crisis? Yeah, so that's that's exactly right. We are working with our partner merchants to help them get food to their customers. Uh, the I guess the most obvious uh, solution that we have is is the last mile fulfillment. Um, we have been working with restaurants to expand their delivery zones quite dramatically. I'd say this is truly a partnership situation where we're losing money on these further deliveries, but it, it is allowing 
restaurants to get revenue that they they need right now more than ever. Um, and so, you know, truly just partnering with with merchants to to try to drive as much uh, volume and sales to to their locations as possible. Uh, we are also working with restaurants that uh, had previously used their own staff to run delivery. Um, our pricing model is pay as you go. You only pay us for uh, any delivery that we deliver, that we fulfill. And so we have helped uh, keep costs down uh, or, or allowed restaurants to manage their costs instead of having, you know, a team of employees that might or might not get put to use in terms of uh, running delivery, if that makes sense. That's awesome. And, and thank you. Um, has the pandemic resulted or changed your business or, or if you are busy, are you still business as usual or has the pandemic caused any changes for you? No, the, the business, the pandemic has caused massive changes for us. Um, I'd say across the board, our delivery volume is way down. Um, that's starting to change, but basically the Midtown Manhattan lunch crowd is gone. Right. Um, that and so sense. that right there is a huge chunk of orders. Um, a lot of restaurants have cut bait and are just closing, uh, hopefully temporarily. Um, and so that that's another big change. And then, yeah, I, I will say that for the restaurants that, that have stayed open, specifically in you know Brooklyn or Queens and in New Jersey and, and in Philly, where we all also operate, we have seen uh, an uptick in uh, daily uh, order volume. And I have to assume that folks that uh, customers that are, are looking to place orders are finding fewer restaurants. And so it's concentrating volume into to fewer players. Hey, Alex, are you finding during this time, obviously, the Midtown area, like you talked about, has been uh, everyone's been uh, home. They're in quarantine. So the offices are mostly closed. That's where the density is for these fast casual concepts. Yeah. Um, which generates a tremendous amount of delivery during normal uh, business climate. Uh, are you finding that you're getting a call for restaurants that were never a real A customer, maybe never did delivery or had their own delivery guys, but maybe their own delivery guys are now affected by the quarantine. They've got to take care of their kids. Are you getting a whole bunch of new restaurants that never did delivery signing up to use you guys? Yeah, we're, we have seen a massive uptick in in, uh, in restaurants wanting to sign up. Uh, it's restaurants that never did delivery or that used to do delivery, but didn't really want to partner with us for, for whichever reason. Um, mm -hmm. The pandemic is forcing restaurants to either think or rethink how they do delivery. And a lot of them are finding Relay to be the solution. Oh, that's terrific. You know, sticking with that theme, Alex, for the new restaurants, the first time delivery guys that are coming on board and reaching out to you uh, for help, do you believe, um, are they going to be a hit it and quit it uh, when the market normalizes? Do you see them moving back to their on-premise focus or now that they've been woken up to, to the importance, and obviously this is an extreme moment, but do you see these folks as really embracing the off-premise uh, business um, now that they're being forced into it? Uh, again, given COVID-19? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I think most of the restaurants that are dipping their toes into the delivery waters will continue to do delivery once this is blown over. I think they will realize that, you know, any order is a good order and that if they can generate some revenue off of delivery, then why not? So there is a, a bit of a silver lining for Relay in, in this uh, event, I guess. Um, let me ask you this. With respect to Delivery Zones, you touched on a little bit. I know that uh, on the customer side, we've had you guys for quite some time, and we had a specific area that you like to deliver in around our restaurants. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was 10 blocks up, 10 blocks down, but whatever it was. Are you, you mentioned that you're expanding Delivery Zones. Are restaurants coming to you and saying, we want to expand the zone? And are you saying, sure, I can only go a little bit higher, a little bit lower? Or are you reaching out and saying, we'd like to expand? Are you finding the um, that impacts? Because I just think like when you start getting further away from the restaurant now, is the food cold? Is it you know is it harder for delivery guys? What kind of challenges are you facing with expanding the delivery zones a few blocks or or cross town on east side restaurants now going to have relay take it all the way to the west side? What kind of impact is that happening on your your drivers and and your technology as well? Yeah, so uh, to answer the first part of that question, I'd say most. Mostly restaurants are reaching out to us asking to increase their zone. Mm -hmm. uh, we are proactively or we have proactively reached out to some accounts that kind of historically have had smaller zones to see mm -hmm. if, if we can get them to expand that. Uh, in terms of a decrease in quality of food, uh, you're not going to really see that. If you were to triple your delivery zone, then that might be an issue. Or if you're delivering you know, across town, then that might be an issue. We're talking about going from like 1.2 miles to 1.8 miles. Um, and so it's it's adding half a mile to, to the diameter, to the radius, uh, excuse me, of, of these delivery zones. Um, what is going to really start to affect delivery time is the amount of stops that a delivery guy takes. And so once, once they've picked the food up at the restaurant – uh, the amount of time they spend on the bike is is not as great as the amount of time they spend basically waiting. Got it, uh, Alex. In this time of uh, of COVID nineteen, we know who's uh, who's fighting the fight in the front line uh, for all of us, and that's our healthcare workers. Um, is is Relay doing anything um, in terms of that crew and and keeping those um, front and center? Well, what's Relay doing for our healthcare professionals? Yeah, we, we are. Um, we have partnered with several restaurants uh, that we work with currently that are offering uh, hospitals free meals, and we are delivering to these hospitals free of charge. So we are that's fantastic. Uh, dipping into our resources and, and getting food to, to the folks on the front lines um, for free. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Yeah. So I know we touched a little bit about this. So the restaurants – that you're getting a whole bunch of new restaurants that have never uh, touched on delivery before. I know I just read that Rayos, the famous Rayos, uh, oh, you, you can't get a table and is, is doing some delivery and takeout. Um, the restaurants that have been doing delivery forever and your customer forever, uh, we know in the Midtown area, a lot of them are closed. The restaurants that are open on, let's just say, like the Upper East Side and the Upper West Side that have been doing delivery are they doing a lot more volume now or are they doing the same business they used to do or less? What are you seeing with respect to that? Yeah, I'd say they're probably doing less. 
Um, mm -hmm. it, it probably hasn't changed uh, that much. Again, like without a question, restaurants that were open in Midtown have, have seen their volume nosedive. Uh, I think uh, right. restaurants that are kind of in either more mixed or more residential areas, it, it's probably stayed, uh, you know, about the same. I, I will say, I think, especially as the pandemic started hitting New York, a lot of people had an aversion of eating food that they hadn't prepared themselves. I think that is slowly starting to change. I think people in New York are realizing that cooking in a 20 square foot kitchen is not fun <laughs> and that making grilled cheese sandwiches, you know, seven days in a row is also not fun. And I think it's also coming to light that uh, catching uh, this, this virus is, you know, a lot harder uh, from, you know, touch or, or eating food and, you know, from person to person, if that makes sense. No, it does. And thank you. You know, yesterday, uh, ironically, or, or we were talking to a friend of ours in the business who brought up uh, a point and asked us what measures uh, were we taking in our restaurants and specific to the delivery? What measures were we taking with respect to our food offering or food delivery uh, service in connection with, let's say, safety measures. Um, he specifically brought up a delivery that they had in his building. The food was dropped off, uh, or rather a delivery person uh, from a local restaurant arrived and was not gloved. And the and his being ungloved uh, sent some shockwaves and an uproar in the building as is how could a delivery person show up uh, without that, I guess, protective gear. Um, it's something we've never dealt with before. And when asked the question, we had to admit that, you know, we've been working with you for some time. We don't actually retain our own delivery persons. But just curious, um, what perspective or any information can you share about your, you know, the couriers you're using, you're working with, uh, and specifically the feeling around the virus? Uh, how seriously are the couriers taking the issue? Um, and is there anything they're doing uh, to ensure that, that they're trying to meet the expectations uh, of their customers in this environment? Yeah, it's an excellent question. I, I, from what I understand and from the couriers that I've spoken to, they are just as afraid of catching this thing than you are at home. Um, the couriers that I've spoken to are extremely well prepared. Frankly, some of them or many of them are uh, just as well equipped, uh, if not better than I am. Uh, we had a piece in the New Yorker come out. Um, they ghosted uh, or they followed around, excuse me, um, one of our couriers and, you know, full mask, gloves, sanitizer, disinfectant wipes, like the whole nine yards. And so that's kind of been my experience, um, just like observing delivery guys on the street and, and talking to them. They're taking extreme measures to make sure that they don't get sick. Because remember, if they get sick, then that's their livelihood until they get better. Right. They're, they're out, of out of work. They're out of work exactly. too. Exactly. They're out of work. And so it's a, it's, you know, it's a double whammy. Let me ask you a question about that. I'm just curious. Uh, Cause some people have asked me this, are the relay workers encouraged, are they employees or are they the 1099 that everybody talks about? Or are they employees of yours? They're the 1099 model that everybody. Talks so, about. Right. So then I just wanted to dovetail into, so can you, force them to wear gloves and masks or, 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 or carry pure? Can you force them or how does that work? I'm just curious. So that's a good question. Part of me wants to say, 
we can't force them to do anything because they're independent contractors and, and independent contractors need to be able to do, you know, anything and everything on, on their own. Uh, part, partially mm-hmm. though, they have to adhere to quote unquote industry standards. Mm-hmm. And so if it comes into industry standard to run food delivery, wearing gloves, then uh, they'd have to they'd have to wear gloves the same way that they have to follow you know rules of the uh, of traffic for the, dry, the, the right right the red lights exactly. and, the, and the riding exactly. right gotcha okay exactly. that makes perfect sense well we've talked a lot about the uh, the impact of the virus on delivery and it's obviously been uh, it's it's been a positive and a negative for you because you some of your businesses that way were giving you tremendous volume have dropped off and then other restaurants have signed on. So I guess it's probably you'll have to reassess after. But let me ask you this, uh, just changing gears a little bit. When it comes to the great delivery debate, just getting uh, Alex Blum, who's in the business. I know you're agnostic and you're, you're Switzerland. You don't care. Is that You're just a, the courier service. White, lo- white label delivery versus the third party platforms. What do you think? What strategy do you have from your perspective for a restaurant operator today, what strategy can you share? Is it work with both or is it just have your own? What do you think? If I were a restaurant owner, I would focus a hundred percent on how to drive customers to my own website, as opposed to a third party for financial reasons and for, for brand reasons. You know, when a customer orders, I'll put it this way, when a customer orders on a third party or through a third party, that isn't your customer. That is that third party's customer. And and basically you are working for, you as a restaurant are working for the third party. If you can push customers to order through your website or through your app, then that's what you need to be focusing on. Wow. No, I appreciate that. Um for all the restaurants that are now moving into uh, delivery for the first time, is there any general advice you would give them? I think the last piece of advice or your your strategy on that was really insightful. I wasn't sure it was going to be more of a balance, so I appreciate that. What, what advice can you give uh, to the newbies entering the delivery space um, with their platforms? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say, you know, have a well-curated, thoughtful menu for delivery. Personally, I don't do social media, but I know social media is, you know, a huge uh, uh, part of the strategy to drive customers to order delivery. Um, I would, uh, I hear a lot for new restaurants. They'll say like, oh, I'm trying to get, you know, the kitchen under control and then I'm going to do delivery. I'd start with both as soon as, as, as soon as possible. Um, I would uh, offer if you are going to jump on a third party, I'd offer um, a higher delivery fee on these third parties than on my own website. I think it's a mistake to charge customers, you know, three ninety nine or whatever it is, um, and charge them the same uh, through your website than on a third party. I think you have to give customers an incentive. So you're incent. So you want to incentivize them to your, use your own. Yeah, that's website. that's exactly right. Um, you know, whether that's lower delivery fee or like a free app, um, or like a loyalty program, you, you know, first off, these are orders where the restaurant's keeping, you know, a lion's share of revenue and not paying deep commissions. So that's 
make up for that. Like even if even if you are uh, washing out financially on website orders, you know at least you get to keep that customer's data. I right. so many restaurants that we speak to, they you know they rely exclusively on third party. If you pick up the phone and want to order, they'll say you know no, you have to go to Grubhub or Seamless or you know pick your poison. Um, they if they wanted to do an email blast to let their customers know that they are having a delivery special they wouldn't you know they they have nowhere to start because they don't even know who their customers are right and so you you know in this day and age if you don't know who your customers are then you know i don't know what you're doing so let me ask you follow on so with these new restaurants that never did delivery before that ran to say we got to offer delivery yeah did you find that they were signing up to a third party like a Grubhub or a DoorDash, or were they quickly going to use a white label solution like a lunchbox or a go parrot or 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 you know or a ninefold or something? Yeah, it's a good question. Um the restaurants that we're seeing right now that never did delivery and, and are wanting to do delivery uh, are not for the most part signing up for any white label solution, at least not yet. Or any third party for that matter. Essentially, they are relying on customers picking up the phone and calling the restaurant directly. Um, I saw somebody was somebody Old was uh, allowing basically the way to order was to to do it via Instagram. I'm not quite sure how that was going to work, but most of these new entrants, uh, at least right now because of the pandemic, are essentially sticking to the phones. I think that they will realize as time goes on that there are more efficient ways to do this that benefit both them and their customers. And, you know, I, I suspect they're, they're going to start signing up for, you know, these white labels or services that you mentioned. That's great. Um, let me ask you this. With everything going on, uh, is Relay offering any type of sign-up specials, promotions? Is there a setup fee Uh is there any discounts, anything that uh, you're doing to acquire more customers right now? Yeah, so we there's no sign-up fees. Our contract is, you know, three pages short. We're trying to help uh, restaurants as, as much as we can. And, and right now, the best way we can do that is through increasing delivery zones. So these are zones that don't make, frankly, sense to us financially. Um, but we are extending extending them to try and drive as much volume to to these restaurants and um you know if there are no restaurants tomorrow then that's going to be especially bad for us well yeah i think there's no restaurants that's bad for really so basically what you're doing right now your your promotion or discount if you will is if uh, just for argument's sake if you were charging five dollars for delivery between uh, you know 10 blocks up 10 blocks down you're expanding delivery area for a restaurant and you're still you're not char charging them what what normally it would be yeah we might give them a slight haircut on on you know the initial charges right now like keep in right. mind our our you know our business model is based on volume mm -hmm. and so we don't make a lot of money on each delivery um i'm i'm you know I'm willing to give a discount or a break on on pricing at least till this blows over. But uh, I think a lot of folks out there, 
least the ones that I've spoken to think that, you know, we have 70% margin or, or something along those lines. And the reality is it's far from that. Right, right. Hey, before we, um, we, we bring this uh, episode to a close, is there anything that you'd like to share uh, with our listeners? Anything we didn't, we didn't cover? Um, you know, we'll let you bring it, we'll let you bring it into the finish. Little plug for Alex at Real Lake. Can we give a plug? Absolutely. He we'll let him plug himself. We're gonna plug him all day long. All right, plug. Little plug for Alex. <laughs> um yeah, if you're a restaurant owner and you are listening to this and have thought about doing delivery and have not, or if you are doing delivery and are curious as to what you might be able to change or improve, uh, please reach out. My email is Alex at relay.delivery. It's not dot com, it's dot delivery. I will also say that Jimmy and Shotzi have been around the restaurant space for a very long time. These are two guys that get it. They understand the space and the they understand restaurants from a hospitality point of view. Uh, they have a wonderful portfolio. Are you plugging of, us right now? I'm but plugging you, plug right you. Now. <laughs> If you are not familiar with Branded, then uh, do your research uh, they have some great companies that they've partnered with. And these are, again, these are companies that get it from a hospitality standpoint and, uh, you know, keep keep the well-being and the financial interest of restaurants first and foremost. Well, Alex, thanks for that. I just want to say one thing that when we started with you, I got rid of all of our delivery uh, op- operators or couriers and we contract everything out to you. And it has been uh, one of the best decisions I've ever made. And I got to tell you, you are really bringing a great solution to the restaurant space. And I hope you continue to expand because the idea of just having a delivery guy when I need him and only when I need him is really been terrific. So you are really, you are hospitality centric, you are helping operators and that's what we love. And uh, from my perspective, I just hope you continue to grow and, and add to more cities because you really are helping operators out. Thanks, Shachi. I really appreciate that. I'm going to bring this mutual admiration uh, club. Uh, to oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. I, I'll thank, I'll thank, I'm going to thank you both. We appreciate uh, the kind words from you, Alex, and, and Shachi's kind words are, are, are absolutely well-deserved. You've been a great friend of branded restaurants uh, and the hospitality industry. Uh, you're one of the great tech guys that actually are bringing the solutions to the most pressing challenges, so thank you. Uh, to our listeners out there, we appreciate uh, you joining us. Um, if you'd ever like to get involved um, with Branded, there are many ways to, uh, to reach out to us. That's our restaurant business. That's our investment business and our solutions or, or advisory platform. Uh, for Alex, uh, Relay, as he said, uh, www.relay.delivery uh, or Alex at deliveryrelay.com. Um, big shout out to everyone. Thanking you for tuning in. Uh, we know there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts. I thought there were only seven, but there's hundreds of thousands out there. And we appreciate you choosing to hang out with us. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of the exciting guests we'll be having in the future. And uh, better yet, invite a friend to hang out with us the next time. Cheers. We'll see you on the next one. I am the restaurant rabbi. Ah, I'm finance guy. Signing off. Hospitality hangout. Thanks, guys. Mic drop. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, guys. <laughs>